Welcome back, everybody. BC here. Another episode of Supreme Being. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, which is now nationwide. If you guys need anything real estate, you can reach out to me personally, or you can go to teambcsold.com. If you're interested in joining the team, join teambc.com. That's a separate one, right? Check that out. If you're interested in partnering with me at eXp Realty and you're in the real estate business, go to partnerwithteambc.com and check that out. And uh, lastly, shout out to Modern Success, my tribe. If you're looking for more coaching from me, more support, more help, you know, systems, cold calling tips, door knocking, all that stuff that I do times a million more because you'll be in my coaching and part of my group, plus live events and all that stuff. You can go to briancasella.com and click on Modern Success. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can go to the link in my bio. I highly recommend uh, all of you get on. You really don't know what you're missing out if you don't join my Modern Success program. I can't say that enough. It's one of the few things that I promote and the people that are in it will tell you. It's definitely different and I share a lot of shit there that I've never shared anywhere else and a level of information you're not going to find anywhere else. That's for sure. So let's begin. A recurring theme comes up with my team and, and today's podcast is specifically going to be focused more around uh, communication, your responsibility as a communicator, and if you're opening a communication with somebody, right? Whether it's online, whether it's in person, you obviously have a end goal of, with it, right? To better yourself, to get a desired outcome or do something. So there's two things I want to speak about today in regards to this that I think are going to help everybody from every walk of life in every area of your life, because that's what this is about, right? It's inner, it's outer, and it's really about not only improving mankind, but improving our process as a human being. And when you communicate better, you live better, period, right? The people who are high, high level communicators on this planet are living better, right? Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and everything else, because communication isn't just about what you say. It's also on the inside. So on the outside, you have better relationships. You can, um, you know, get your ideas across to people, which a lot of people can't. That's one of the major uh, causes of suffering, whether it's in the dating world, whether it's in the business world, right? But internally, your dialogue and your process is cleaner. It's more efficient. So that's why I'm always touching on the subject and you guys need to be able to see it beyond this 3D dimension that we live in. Because when I say communication, everybody just thinks sales or persuasion or talking to people. It's much more than that. And if you've been listening to me for a long time, you really need to start to see what I'm speaking about and what I have been speaking about for years from different angles. Okay. What I talk about isn't just one thing. It's a million things and you'll get from it. And what I teach, depending on how far and how deep you can see, the more open you are, the more educated you are on these things, the more you're going to take from what I teach. Okay. So study up and dedicate yourself. First thing, this one, we're going to zoom in more to the sales world or persuasion or a debate, right? Where now I'm looking to, as an individual, get an idea across. Um, you know, I, I want to make a sale or something like that. We know that when we get in communication and we're in the position of gathering information from somebody that, you know, the best weapon for that is the question, right? Because the question puts the ball in the other person's court. We can set the frame. We can um, set it up in a way that will be able to dig up the information, lead the other person's mind into a place where they can access the information. And it really is just a good position to be in. You're in control. You're um, leading the conversation. And you're basically finding out what you need to find out to better lead that person, whether it's changed their mind about something, 
uh, discuss a belief or philosophy, make a sale, find motivation to make the sale, or whatever. You can fill in that blank. But one of those weapons is asking questions. And one of the points I want to talk about is getting your question answered. A lot of people, when they uh, discuss things, uh, when they're selling, they don't get their fucking questions answered. And, and for some reason, people will ask a question, it doesn't get answered, or it's like a half wishy-washy answer, and they move on. That's incorrect. You disrupt the flow of communication, right? Um, it makes it difficult to influence the person because you're not getting the information that you need, and it's a violation of communication, okay? Whenever there's a violation, one or both sides violate the communication, it's not cool. So from that moment on, that conversation will be more uncomfortable. And this is why many like salespeople, as an example, as you start asking questions, you either don't get the desired outcome or somewhere along the lines, you lose it and people start losing interest or they don't feel comfortable with you. It's because of things like this. This is one of many examples, but it's a very important one. Okay. So what, what, what are some strategies or tips for this? Well, number one is many people need to learn to ask a certain type of question in different ways. Because when you ask a question, okay, a lot of it has to do with your delivery, okay? I'm not going to cover all that on this podcast, but we know that how you say things can affect how it's going to be received. Like the words, fuck you, which is curse words, right? If I say it sternly, fuck you, it's taken a certain way. But if I'm laughing, like, ah, oh, man, fuck you, get out of here. It's not a big deal. What changed? The delivery. I was laughing. The other person will laugh. But if I say it direct with a certain tonality, it will be taken as an insult. Same words taken differently. Okay. That's one example of that. When we go back to the question, a lot of times we have to realize that depending on the level of question, right? For those of you who are in sales, especially some of the questions that we ask are going to touch somebody a little bit deeper because it's more intimate information, especially for discussing family, finances, their history. So in essence, we as, as the, again, the controller and originator of the communication, we need to think to ourselves, what possible scenarios are we going to run into? If somebody um, isn't quite comfortable with the subject or I'm asking this question early on in a conversation or an interaction, and I know this, this question based on what it is and what, it, what it's targeting, I know it may rub them the wrong way. What are some other ways that I can ask it? Or what are some ways to, to alter it? right? Like one common question that we always ask in real estate is we ask people, for those of uh, us who are targeting somebody who is an owner of a property looking to sell, one of the questions that we're going to ask is, how much do you owe on the property if there's a loan on the home, right? And a lot of people are either afraid to ask that question, or when they ask it, they don't get the answer, they don't get a clear answer, right? Which is basically the answer that they don't want. They'll ask and someone will say, well, you know, that's none of your business, or why do you need to know that? And it rubs them the wrong way. So now a person is stuck. Instead of going back and getting that question answered either then or at another time, they just don't ask it altogether. But when you go down that path to the end, which is we want to make a sale, the customer buys, and you know, we as the salesperson, we sell something, whether it's a product or service. If you keep going down that road without getting questions answered, you can't do your job and they don't feel comfortable and they're not going to buy. So you're doing a disservice to both people. So when we go back to that example, if we're going to use that one, how much do you owe? Well, there's many ways you can ask it. There's many ways you can ask it. A lot of it has to do with your tonality, but let's focus on the words. One way you can do it is do a multi-step process, right? Like one thing you can say is, 
as an example, instead of asking directly, how much do you own the home? You can ask somebody, let's see, I have a lot of examples. One of them would be, um, let's see, um, I'm thinking of a few right now because I want to give proper examples to, to stack this up for you guys, okay? Cool, okay. One way that you can ask them is, is the home paid off? Have you already paid off the home? Have you already paid off the home? Okay, that is going to not sting somebody as much as how much do you owe on the house? Okay, have you paid off the home? That's one way. Another way that we've done it too is typically in those scenarios, someone is going to move, right? Someone is gonna move. So if I know that someone is gonna do that sell and then buy another home, I'll say, okay, are you guys looking to purchase another home with the proceeds that you get from this home? Or do you not have to sell this one to purchase the next home? Which one is it? Now, either one, it doesn't matter. Because then the next question, because they already answered one question, this is the second way, by the way, whenever you dance around the subject and you ask a question that's not as personal, but that pertains to the subject, the following question is not going to be taken as seriously. Okay. So when I say, okay, are you guys, uh, are you guys able to purchase another home without selling this one? Or are you taking the proceeds from the sale of this home into the next one and using that to buy? Oh, we're going to use the, we're going to use the proceeds uh, of this home to, to buy for sure. So once we sell this one, we're going to buy. Okay, great. How much do you owe on the home? Now that question is going to be answered versus if I just directly asked, because it would have been the first time they may have rejected it or said it's too personal. One of the easiest ways is how you deliver it. Okay, so if we're still gonna focus on the words, you can say how much do you owe on the home? Guesstimate, just guess. How much do you think you owe on the home? Ballpark amount. That's, that, that's what we would call a softener. So when you add those words, do you have any idea maybe how much you owe on the property? Any ballpark number? When we add these words, those are softeners, okay? Now I know I'm throwing a lot at you right now, but what I'm trying to do is get in on the subject so you guys can, can see that there's more than one way to skin this cat. It's not, okay, this is a script that I was given and I have to answer it. Or I have to ask this question. So depending on where you're at, now there's a lot of variables I'm not talking about here, which is your skill level, the comfort level of the other person, right? And, and things of that nature. So th there's a lot that we can still add onto the situation. But the bottom line is you need to get your fucking questions answered. So let's say you, you ask and they get offended. One of the easiest things you can do is continue and continue asking other questions, right? Do not revisit that same one because a lot of people will just go back and ask it again. That's fine. Sometimes you can do that, but I recommend most of the time, don't do that. Make a note, continue on asking the other questions that you're going to ask and then circle back and say, Hey, I know, um, I know you didn't want to mention it earlier about how much you own the house, but do you have any idea? If you were to guess, do you have any idea? Okay. Another thing you can do is latch on a reason. Because a lot of times people forget that when we approach somebody, when we start selling, or when we're asking for a certain personal level type of information, we give a reason. If they get offended, say, you know what? The reason I'm asking is I prepare an estimated net proceeds sheet for you. And that's one of the numbers on it. So in order for me to fill that out properly, I would need that information. It doesn't have to be exact, but if you have a guess, it would help. 
you have any idea? Okay. So now you attach the reason to get the question answered. So there's a few tips for you guys in regards to that. Um, and I brought it up earlier because we discussed this in a training today. We went over like, I don't know, like 45 minutes on the subject. So what you need to do as a salesperson in these scenarios or anybody, right? Uh, I know we keep talking about sales here, but I really want you guys to think of this in a universal aspect because sometimes we're in positions where we're out and maybe we ask somebody something personal and maybe it rubs them the wrong way or we need to figure out ways to ask these things in different ways to make sure that they get answered. So how I'm going to wrap this up is this in regards to this first point. A lot of it, you have to know that, hey, what I'm doing, there's nothing wrong with it. I have to get this information because it's necessary. But number three, it's for both of us. I want to move the conversation forward. I want them to feel comfortable. I want to feel comfortable. And we need to keep this thing going. I need to gather the information. Imagine if somebody came in to do a service for you. Let's say it's not even real estate or you're not even paying for it but they have to get a certain amount of information from you. Wouldn't you want that person to do their job and get the information from you if they need it to serve you the best way or to help you or to save your life or any scenario? You would want them to do their job and get the information. But somewhere along the lines, because of the, this whole um, you know, social boundaries and all this, we get scared and we don't want to do it. You got to do it. It's to do your job. It's to help you and it's to help the other person. And it's that simple. So if I flipped it and it was a, an extreme case where, man, this person has to get the information, they have to deliver the message or they have to help this like a, a doctor, right? Let's say the doctor is about to perform surgery. They need all the information. At that moment, it, it, it's, it's secondary if it makes you feel uncomfortable. The information has to be had, right? So I know in the sales scenario, right? There's, there, there's no imminent danger, but we have to take that same type of mindset in regards to getting the information that we need. That's what the best sales people do. They get the information that they need. The people who are out there making connections with people, they get the information that they need. Now for you, the communicator, you just got to get better at delivering it because I can ask those personal ask questions and they get answered every fucking time because I ask them the right way. I know I told you earlier, there's a multi-level process to this. It's not just the words, but I want to drill this point home because when you get great at this stuff, it gets answered in that scenario. Okay. So that's point one, which is basically get your questions answered. Okay. Another one is this. We have to become better. We have to become better at taking charge. Where was this loss in communication? If you're out there talking to people, again, this doesn't just have to be sales, but if you're out, you should want to run conversations right? I take it upon me to, hey, if you have an interaction with me, it's going to be a good interaction. If I'm out and I enter your friendship circle or social circle and we're out, you know, at a bar or whatever the fuck it is, I'm there to have a good time. I don't have an agenda. I'm there to have a good time. And if you have discussions with me and we talk, I'm going to tell good stories. I'm going to entertain people because I take responsibility for my communication and I want to create a certain experience. You see, and when you take charge, you can do that. Just like I create experiences on this podcast. I was just in Florida. Shout out to everybody in Florida and Lakeland and Orlando who came out to the Lunch and Learn. Ask them how it was. I want, if any, any of them are here live or they listen to it, ask them. Ask them how it was. And I guarantee you they'll say, damn, for sure different and, 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 and very out of the ordinary, for sure. It was an experience. But again, I take sole responsibility for creating that. So now, the previous example, I'm getting my questions answered, but I want to take that person through an experience. 
I want our interaction to be fucking great. And as the originator of the communication, that is my responsibility. And I have to take charge. I have to be the one to lead, to set the frames, to multiple thread and do all these other things that we do. Multiple threading, by the way, is having multiple concurrent uh, conversational topics or stories going without finishing them. This is, by the way, a, a good tactic for you to uh, seem interesting and like you have a lot of things to say. A lot of times when we go out and we meet strangers, we're not comfortable, right? Now in comfort, meaning your friends at home, you do this anyway. You guys talk about three, four or five things at a time and you have many threads, many conversational topics open. But in public, when we meet strangers, we get a little nervous and we tend to say one story, end it. Say the next story, end it, right? Now it takes a lot of practice to be able to do this comfortably with strangers, right? But that's a tip that I can give you that makes you more interesting. So I do this all the time because I'm super comfortable talking to anybody anywhere now. And I do this in my speeches too, if you really pay attention. But I take charge. I have to make shit happen. I have to create the experience. It's not on them. And this is huge, especially for the men listening to this. Especially as a man, you need to take charge. If you go out with a girl, even if she's the most boring girl on the planet, if you guys don't have a good time, guess what? If she goes home and tells the whole planet you're boring, they don't give a shit if you say she's boring. Everyone's going to say, dude, you're boring. So that's the frame in the dating world. Straight up. We know that. You can both go on fucking Twitter and Instagram or Facebook, but it's going to ruin your reputation, not hers. So especially as men, from a communication standpoint and a creative intelligence standpoint, the bar is set and it's up to you. What are you going to do? So I take it upon me to create experiences and take charge and lead and be assumptive. That is extremely powerful for all the people listening to me right now who are newer in a business or you're new to this whole communication field, being confident and assertive and assumptive in what you're doing and letting people know that when they look at you or listen to you for a second and they think this person knows what they're doing, that's one of the most powerful things that you can create because that, that oozes certainty out of your pores. And that's, that's, uh, positively, positively toxic to people, meaning they can't get enough of that. You're listening to me and you're 18, 19, 20, 21 in real estate and you're scared because you're new. Goddamn, become an assertive and assumptive salesperson, meaning you're taking charge and you're like, let's go right here. Okay, this is the next step. Sign right here and just be that person. Not obnoxious, but just assertive and you're confident. And every step you take is, yep, this is what we're doing. Next, next, next. You'll be racking up sales like a motherfucker, man. And everywhere that's universally uh, sorry, attractive, especially for a man, because we're meant to lead. That's our energy. That's the male energy. Lead. So in a conversation and communication, lead. Now, this is for everybody, not just the men now. But we have to be that way as communicators, especially if you listen to me. And especially if you're in modern success, because if you have my name on my team on your back or you're in my modern success program, you're at a higher standard, man. You got to wear this flag proudly. And when you go out and you tell people, oh, okay, cool. That's, that, 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 that's a tribesman right there for sure. And you have to wear that shit with pride. But everybody collectively has to start doing this stuff. Those of you who are on the phones or talking to people and you deal with people all the time, this is one of those things. There's many times that I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, but God damn it, I'm not uncertain when I do shit. When I do shit, even if I do something wrong and you're around, you would start doing it because of the way that I do it would give you so much confidence. <laughs> and then if I make a mistake, oh shit, my bad. I made a mistake. I went up to it. I fix it and we move on. And that's the same way I'm with my clients because I'm not perfect. 
and in social settings, I'm not perfect, but if I make a mistake, oh shit, my bad. I fucked up. I fix it and then we move on. You own up to it quickly, you fix it and you move on. So now, for those of you looking for that missing piece, this is probably a missing piece of many maybe for you. Getting your questions answered and working on that, taking charge and leading and being assertive and assumptive. That's what you got to do. If you start focusing on this, you will up your game in every area of your life very quickly because this game, this world is ruled by communication. And the ones who communicate the best will reign supreme, especially in the coming years. And you have to remember that. Okay. So that's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the support. Again, if you need anything real estate, reach out to me or you can go to teambcsold.com. If you guys are in the real estate game and you're looking to make a change uh, and you're interested in working with me at eXp, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Check out that video. If it makes sense to you, schedule a call with us. And lastly, if you're looking for more coaching for me, more personal attention, more help, more guidance, live events, products, all that fun stuff, uh, join Modern Success. Link is in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasella.com. So we'll see you there. And lastly, Supreme Being, the podcast. Thank you guys for subscribing. If you can give me a review, I would really appreciate it. We are live every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.